Hi, and welcome to Lamplighter Podcast. My name is Rebecca, and this is my squirrel friend, Momo. Hello, kids. We have an exciting story for you today. In each of our stories, we are going to learn about one virtue. A virtue is anything that is good and right and true. Virtues are like little lights that shine bright and beautiful in a story. So, are you ready? Come and listen while we light the way to your imagination. Another lamplighter story. Today's story is about one of my favorite animals, a llama. I love llamas because they're so. Oh. oh, wow, Momo. That was a pretty loud yawn. You look very tired. Oh, that's because I am. I was up all night long. Really? What were you doing? Dancing. Oh, um, I was having a big dance party. All my acorns were there, and I drew faces on all of them, which took a long time, so that it felt like a big dance party. But of course, I was the only one dancing. Wow, that sounds uh, fun. It sure was, but now I wish I would have slept a little. I don't know how I'm going to stay awake. Maybe an exciting story about adventure and gold and llamas would help you? Want to give it a try? Sure, that does sound very exciting. All right. Our story today takes place in the tall mountains of Peru. Flora was a happy llama who lived high up in the Andes Mountains of Peru. She was happy for two reasons. The first reason was that she had the best owner in the world, a nice little girl named Elena. And the second reason was that she had the best job in the world. She was very proud to be a pack llama. Pack llamas help humans to carry all their supplies when they go hiking in the mountains. Flora carried food and water and tents and logs for fire. She loved being helpful and she loved adventuring up in the mountains that surrounded their humble little village. One morning, her owner Elena walked into the llama hut where all the llamas were kept and walked straight toward Flora's stall. Hola, my beautiful Flora. Elena scratched behind her ears and Flora hummed in happiness. Guess what I brought you this morning? Elena pulled an apple core out of her pocket. Flora excitedly began chomping away at the delicious fruit. (laughs) Slow down, girl. I wish I could give you a whole apple, not just the core. But Mama and Papa haven't had a lot of money this year, so we can't get many fancy things right now. (laughs) But it looks like you don't care much. How did you eat that whole thing so fast? Flora wiggled her ears with happiness as she swallowed the last bite. Elena was truly the best owner. She was always sneaking in delicious treats and giving Flora extra attention. 
And I didn't just come to give you the apple. I also came to get you ready. We had guests arrive in the village last night, and they want to pay us to guide them up the mountain to see the old ruined palace of Machu Picchu. So it looks like we'll be spending the day getting you ready to carry all our stuff again. And with that, Elena began to brush Flora and pack the large bags that would carry all their supplies up the mountain. Flora always felt excited when they went up the mountain, and she knew Elena did too. Later that afternoon, everyone began to hike up the mountain. There were many humans with small packs on their backs, and many llamas with large stuffed packs on their backs. Flora walked happily behind Elena, loving the feel of the fresh, cool mountain wind in her fur. Look over there, Flora, said Elena as they hiked. She pointed to a large pile of old rectangle-shaped stones. Some of the stones were stacked on each other like a wall. Those are ruins from the great Inca Empire. Our ancestors built them. Aren't they amazing? Oh, I wish I could go explore them, but Papa wants to keep going so we can get to Machu Picchu. Wouldn't it be wonderful if there's still some gold or treasure in those old ruins? Elena's eyes looked wistfully at the ruins as she passed them. Flora didn't understand what was so exciting about gold and treasure. She'd much rather eat apple cores all day. But since Elena seemed to be so excited about it, she figured it must be a very interesting thing indeed. The humans and the llamas continued to hike up narrow, winding pathways, often passing more old ruins from the long-ago empire. Finally, when the sun was beginning to set, the hikers stopped and began setting up their tents and starting campfires. After they set everything up, there was much talking and laughter as they cooked food around the fire and talked to one another on the wide, empty mountainside. Flora enjoyed munching the fresh grass and, after Elena had come and hugged her goodnight, she lay down under the bright stars and fell asleep. The next two days were much the same as the first, except that they kept getting higher and deeper into the Andes Mountains. The higher they climbed, the more beautiful the views became. Sometimes when they got to the top of a cliff, there would be blue mountaintops rising up all around them as far as they could see. These mountains were too steep for any city to be built, so it was quiet and clean and spacious. Sometimes the tourists would get nervous when they had to walk on a thin trail with a steep drop to one side. But Elena and Flora didn't mind. The cool breeze and the mountainy smell of rock felt like home to them. Finally, on the fourth morning, they packed up their supplies so that they could reach Machu Picchu to watch the sunrise. Flora and Elena had been to the old palace of Machu Picchu before, but they still loved it every time. No matter how many times you visited, it was still almost impossible to imagine how people long ago could build such a large, beautiful palace at the very top of a steep mountain. As they sat in Machu Picchu and watched the sunrise, Elena put her arm over Flora's shoulder. Can you believe that long ago our own people made this great palace, Flora? 
They watched as the tourists wandered around the broken-down walls and many steps of the old city. I bet these walls were dripping in gold. Hey, let's pretend that we're explorers and we're looking for gold. Elena excitedly ran off away from the tourists and toward a less crowded rocky cliff. Flora, of course, followed her, thinking of all the fun they would have playing explorers. But when Elena kept getting farther and farther away from the crowd and up the mountain, Flora began to feel worried. She didn't know if they should be this far out, climbing these big rocks without any adults nearby. Come, my trusty llama! My name is Elena the Explorer, and we're going to find gold! Ooh, look, Flora! Elena was pointing at an old ruined section of the palace, far away from the main buildings below. Wow, I didn't know this was out here. I guess I've never come this far. Flora looked back toward where they had come from and was startled to see that they were so far from the main palace that they couldn't see or even hear anyone from there anymore. She also looked up and noticed that there was a mist beginning to come down on the mountaintops. She knew how hard it was to hike when these mountains became covered in fog, what if they couldn't find their way back? Come over here, Flora. I think I found something. Elena had disappeared somewhere. Flora followed the sounds of scraping and found Elena digging on the floor among the ruins. Look, it looks like there's some sort of wood under here. Maybe it's a lost treasure chest from my Incan ancestors. Flora had had enough. She lowered her long llama neck and pulled gently at Elena's clothes with her teeth. She was trying to tell her that they needed to go back. The clouds were already settling down all around them, making it hard to see where they had come from. Oh, come on, Flora, just a little more time. Elena pushed Flora's mouth off of her and continued to dig. You can go back if you want to, but I'm staying here. Whoa! With a large crack, Elena had suddenly disappeared into a hole that had opened up underneath her feet. Flora realized that the wood she had been digging up wasn't a treasure chest at all. It was just an old, rotting floor. She ran to the edge of the hole and was surprised to see a long staircase leading down to a dark, hidden room. At the bottom was Elena, holding onto her leg in pain. Ow! I guess... Ouch! I guess that was not a treasure chest. Flora quickly began to go down the stairs with her expert llama feet. She wanted to help Elena. She looked like she was hurt bad. I think I broke my leg, said Elena when Flora got to the bottom. I really want to cry, Flora. It hurts so bad, but crying won't do me any good right now. I must get back to Mama and Papa. They won't know how to find me here. Elena slowly tried to stand, but when she stepped on her broken leg, she fell again. It was just too painful to walk. Oh, Flora, what will we do? Now Elena began to cry. Flora hated to see her wonderful owner so sad. The owner that always brought her apples and brushed her fur and played with her. She knew then that she had to help Elena. She had to go find her parents. She leaned down and licked Elena on the cheek, then began to go up the stairs again. Where are you going? Elena looked scared to see Flora walking away. 
But then when Flora looked back at her, she realized that her llama was trying to help. That's a good idea, Flora. You're a good girl. Go find my parents and lead them back to me. I'll be okay here till you come back. And with those encouraging words, Flora began the most dangerous journey of her life. The morning fog had gotten so thick that it was hard to see where her hooves were going with each step. She knew that this was a dangerous mountain and had to be careful not to accidentally fall off one of the steep cliffs. As quickly as she could manage, she used all her mountainous llama senses and made her way back towards Machu Picchu. When she finally found the giant ruined city, nobody was there anymore. Everyone had left before the clouds came down so that they didn't get lost. For a second, Flora didn't know what to do. But then she heard something. Elena! Elena! Somebody was calling. Flora began to trot towards the sound. Yes, yes, that was Papa's voice. And Mama too. Flora ran faster and almost ran into them since the fog was so thick. Oh, Papa, it's Elena's llama, look, said Mama. Oh, Flora, dear Flora, do you know where Elena has gone? Her Mama looked so worried. Flora stamped her feet and made excited llama humming noises. Papa, I think she's trying to tell us something. Look, she's heading that way. Let's follow her. Elena was yelling as she heard the voices getting closer. Elena, we're so glad you're all right, but what's wrong with your leg? Flora watched as Mama and Papa walked carefully down the stairs and hugged their little girl. Papa gently lifted her off the ground and began to carry her like a baby back up the stairs. As Mama turned to follow, though, she stopped. She began to walk past the stairs to a corner of the room. After a few seconds, she yelled out with excitement. Papa! Elena! You won't believe it! There's gold here! Real gold! Elena and her family had discovered a hidden stash of little golden llama statues that day. After Elena had seen a doctor and fixed her leg into a cast, Mama and Papa were able to sell the llama statues to a local museum and got a lot of money for them. From then on, Flora didn't just eat apple cores. She got whole apples, delicious raisins, and sweet oats. Hola, my beautiful Flora. I brought you something. Elena came in one day, using her walker since she still had a cast on her leg and popped two apples into the bucket for Flora. <laughs> Slow down, girl. There's plenty more where that came from. I also brought you something else. Elena pulled out her guitar and began to strum. I wrote you a little song last night. Let's see if I can remember it. You are my best friend. I like your fuzzy fluff We like to go on adventures And do lots of fun stuff 
loved her new song, and so did many of the people in the village. Whenever Flora walked through town, the kids would often dance and sing the song around her, much to the delight of Elena. Now she had three things to be happy about. Having the best owner in the world, being a pack llama, and being a loyal llama friend. I just love that story. Not only do I love llamas, but I love how loyal Flora was to her owner, Elena. What did you like about the story, Momo? Momo? Oh, Momo is asleep, everybody. I guess my exciting story put him to bed instead of keeping him awake. Oh, poor Momo. He was so tired. Well, I'm just going to let him sleep. Meanwhile, let's talk about our virtue for this story. Our virtue in this story is... Loyalty. Loyalty is when you love someone or something so much that you are always doing what's best for that person or thing. When you are loyal to someone, it means that you stick with them and work everything for their good. Just like Flora was loyal to Elena in our story today, and Elena was also a loyal owner to Flora. All right, it's question time. Question one, can you think of someone who is loyal to you? How does it make you feel knowing that they're loyal to you? Question two, can you think of a character in a movie or a book who practiced the virtue of loyalty? All right, everyone, that's our story for today. I hope Momo isn't too sad that he missed it. Huh? What? I missed it? Oh, man. Oh, I must have fallen asleep. <laughs> you did, Momo. But if you want, I can tell you the rest of the story because that's what loyal friends do. Oh, thank you. What a nice loyal friend you are. But what does loyal mean? I think I missed that part. Don't worry. I'll explain that part to you in the end. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening to Lamplighter Podcast today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you liked our story, please leave us a review. It really helps other listeners find our stories. We also love to hear from our listeners. If you'd like to send us suggestions, comments, or tell us of times you practiced a virtue, please write us at lamplighterkids at gmail.com.